Today we need to talk about treating your inner voice like a petulant child so that you can learn to run it over and stick to your guns with your self-care. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number 12. And as I mentioned in the intro, we need to talk about how to learn how to be able to run past the stupid things that our inner voices try to talk us into doing. And we're going to do that by learning how to treat our inner voice like a petulant child. First things first, though, I have to make a point here that we're going to end up coming back to a lot of times in this podcast, and I've actually mentioned it just in passing before. So we're going to hit it a little bit harder today. And that point is that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are a product of your brain. You're not your thoughts. And we know that because if you're meditating, sometimes you can shift off all thoughts. You can turn them off and make them go away for probably no more than a few seconds. But if someone were watching you, it's not like you flicker in and out of existence. You're not vanishing for those moments. And anything that is you has to be permanent. So that's one of the rules that philosophers have used for a long time to try to define the self, which is an enormous subject. We'll probably get into that in future episodes because it's super fascinating and also really helpful when it comes to self-care and identity issues and all that. But the point for today is that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are the product of a brain that's always on. And you have myelinated pathways in your brain that are kind of your go-to reactions. So for example, you have that tough day at work that we mention all the time and you come home and you want wine or junk food. That's that myelinated pathway kicking in going, this is what we do to feel better right now. And we can learn to treat our inner voice and those thoughts as if they are not us. They're coming from a different entity. And I like to think of my inner voice as that petulant, whiny little child. But I want to feel better and cookies will make me feel better. And... This is getting sort of advanced down the pathway to becoming weakless, but it is possible to get to a place where you can hear that and then react to it almost as if you're talking to somebody else. And the way I do it is with that, you know, probably bad, not good parenting, but bad father mentality that uh, comes from, you know, the cliches we've heard before about, oh, you want something to cry about, but that's exactly the way I address it. So let me give you an example. Not that long ago, I was sort of struggling with my meditation and that was pretty rare for me. I don't, meditation's in place for me and I've been doing it for a long time, but I found myself during my meditations thinking about how much time had passed. In other words, I was uncomfortable in my meditation and I wanted this to be over. And I did that for a few days. And then I kept thinking about it, like, why is that happening? And Basically, I went back the next time I sat down to meditate and kind of had that feeling again, like that was probably going to happen. And I said, all right, inner voice, you want something to cry about? I'll give you something to cry about. And I did a 30 minute meditation instead of a 10 minute meditation. And two days later, I did another 30 minute meditation and I was done with that. It was done. I was no longer having to hear my inner voice cry at me and go, I just don't want to meditate because I just smashed it and went, okay, you want to whine? How do you like me now? And just ran it over. And so suddenly my inner voice was going, okay, 10 minutes is fine. And I got out of my own way. 
you can do this with virtually anything. You can say something like, I really want sugar. Sugar will make me feel better. Oh, really? That's what you want? Okay, we're doing a 24-hour fast. Starting right now, I'm not eating for 24 hours. And 24-hour fasts are a fantastic discomfort exercise. I don't typically recommend them as part of anything that looks like dieting. I don't recommend them for anything like weight loss. I mean, they're healthy. Don't get me wrong. But that's usually not part of my methodology for helping people get healthy, but we do do 24 hour fasts in order to conquer discomfort and change our relationship with food. And that would be a way that you could run past those cravings for sugar. And I think I've told the story on here before where I was sitting in an airport having cravings after some travel and I, I had jet lag and, and I was, cravings are really rare for me, but uh, being tired and the time difference and all that had me having some cravings. So I grabbed up my bags and went back down the terminal to find the last chocolate store that I passed. And I sat there and I read all of the labels so that I could actually make my mouth water while I stared at this stuff, but then laugh and be like, ha, I'm way too strong for this. So I'm treating that inner voice like a petulant child. It whines and cries and I give it something to cry about. You want to cry? Okay. We'll show you how bad this can really be. If you're doing something like cold water exposure, as a discomfort exercise and also, you know, really good for you. And you're going to jump in the shower and you're just maybe starting out with like 10 seconds in of cold water at the end of your shower. And you're, you know, into this maybe three or four days and your inner voice is going, I just really don't want to do this again. Okay. Inner voice. We're going for a minute because there's nothing that can stop you from doing it for a minute. Nobody's going to be able to like yank you out of your shower and force you to quit. You're going to have to deliberately quit Nothing is going to happen that would force that upon you. It will be a decision. So while your inner voice is crying, you flip it. You flip on it and become weakless right there on the spot and go, absolutely not. This is not going to be how we're going to respond. So your inner voice is crying about having to go for a walk where you normally do, you know, maybe a mile and you're just like, this is so tough today. I just really don't feel like walking. All right, we're doing double. We're going two miles. This is all absolutely within your power right now. Otherwise, you would have to be able to come up with a reason for why something is stopping you. What's in your way? What stops you from doing any of this? Like I said, nobody's going to yank you out of cold water and turn your water off and then punch you in the face. Nobody's going to force you to eat junk food. Nobody's ever accidentally eaten junk food. So when there's choice involved, you have the ability to do that. You have the ability to sit down and be thinking, this meditation is going to suck. God, why do I have to meditate? I don't even understand why I have to do it. Maybe you don't have your head wrapped around why it's good for you yet. And you're just trusting me. Great. That's great. Right on that for a while. But that would be a good point to go, okay, let's go longer. Let's go longer and tear this down. And what it does in effect is make what you have been doing when you go back to it seem easy. After you do a couple of 30 minute meditations or just 20 minute meditations, or maybe just 15, 10 seems easy, at least for a while. So you can kick that inner voice right in the gut and go, no, get out of here. Go lay down by your bowl. You are not allowed here. You're not allowed to come in here and drag me down and just spew things out. You're just basically in my head blurting things. And the old me used to go along with that. I would let you pull my puppet strings. No more of that. So if you want to cry, I will give you something to cry about with that. How do you like me now type mentality? And again, this is getting sort of advanced, but to be perfectly honest, the logistics of it aren't advanced at all. You can do all of these things. So will you, will you decide in the moment 
to be staring down a cupcake and then go, no, not only am I not going to eat that cupcake, but now I am going to go at least a week if you're somebody that eats sugar every day, or I'm going this whole month, I will not touch any sugar. That's what you get for crying to me in her voice. Set up some sort of goal, some sort of, of challenge for yourself that is harder than what your inner voice is currently crying about. And by default, you are doing a discomfort exercise. You are working to widen your comfort zone and become more weakless. Of course, then there's the health benefits of whatever you were trying to stick to and going even farther than that. Obviously, meditating for longer is only going to help. Going longer without sugar is only going to help. Walking more is only going to help. So all of these things are fully possible for you. You find yourself in a situation where it's time to go to bed and your inner voice is going, let's just stay up more. We need some more me time. And you go, that's it. That's it. I will be in bed by 9 30, 10 o'clock, whatever it is all week this week. You just blew it. You just cried to me. And now I'm going to give you something to cry about. How do you like me now? There's nothing here that is impossible for you. Absolutely nothing. Will you take this on? Will you take it on today? Because you could. Literally today, you could make this happen. There's going to be something that's going to come up today that's likely going to have you in some sort of debate with your inner voice, which again, is not you. And you could, by all means, decide in that moment, I will be weakless right now. Not only am I going to follow through, I'm going beyond that. And I'm going beyond that because you were crying about it, inner voice. So thanks for motivating me. Thanks for making me more awesome. You should cry more often because you'll turn me into a freaking superhero. That mentality right there, that's weakless right there. And you want to be weakless. I'm positive you do because you've been hanging out with me this long. This is all totally doable and it's all totally doable today. Keep this in mind and use it as a new tool that could allow you to go places that you had not been hoping to go to for quite some time and get there much quicker. And all of it just comes down to a decision. All you have to do is decide. Follow through and you are going to be giving yourself some serious self high fives and some good job me's. And you deserve that. You deserve to feel like a champion. You deserve to feel weakless. You deserve to hear Eye of the Tiger playing in the back of your mind. That is all a seriously awesome place to find yourself. Again, it's just a choice. You absolutely can make this happen. Will you do it? I hope you will. I'm rooting for you. And as usual, if you want to go way down this path and find out how far the rabbit hole goes, you can always grab my Discomfort Zone workshop. The link will be in the show notes, and uh, it'll show you all kinds of cool ways to make this work for you. And there's even a whole module in there that goes into this concept a little bit deeper. So uh, grab that if you want to go farther, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care.